I founded a band back in uh, 2018, mm -hmm. and it's called the When Music Band. When did you realize that you can sing? I always make this joke that I guess I was born, instead of crying, I think I sang a note. <laughs> <laughs> and if you check into the roots of reggae music and Rastafari, it originated here in Mau Mau in Kenya. Hello everyone, my name is Resin Hawirema. This is a Made in African show that brings you true and original stories of Africans in a growing movement, highlighting the craftsmanship, creativity, and the entrepreneurial spirit of African designers, artisans, and businesses. Sarah Zenyu zote tumechoka sikiza, daily ni uongo kutupanga kadonda, sambaza mumeseti ndio mukule kabisa sisi ndio jesh, jesh, yes sir. That's oh, Jeshi. That's Jeshi. Yeah. In today's episode, we are with the Naira daughter, Kenyan female musician. She believes that she was born singing. The very talented reggae singer has been performing across Africa and won several awards, including UN Human Rights at Competition in Kenya, based a musician. It says we are the soldiers of change, you know. Any change we want to see in the world, it okay. begins with us. Nothing counts outside, everything is within. So anything we want to act on or any difference we want to see has to start within us. Remember, Made in African show brings you weekly episodes produced by NCB The Base One TV. And then being a female reggae creative in Kenya, <laughs> in Africa, yeah. it's like a layer on top of a layer. And I think... So, ladies and gentlemen, today in our studio, we have a very special guest. Her name is Naira Dawat, uh, who is a musician, very talented. Uh, she's a Kenyan. Right now, we are in the heart of Nairobi. So, how are you today? Greetings. I'm good. Greetings, everybody. Greetings, Africa, and greetings to the world. This is Nile daughter representing for all the reggae lovers and the reggae dadas. Dadas is sisters, all the reggae sisters. All right. Straight. Yes, all right. So, and I guess now you understand what's going to have. We're going to have a good time. So, who is Dawat? So, uh, it is Nile daughter. I'm a daughter of the Nile. Uh, I'm a Nile lot. My ancestors originated from the Nile, the River Nile. And, uh, yeah, that is why I'm a daughter of the Nile, a daughter of the water. A daughter of life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that is me in summary. Is mm -hmm. I'm a musician. I'm a I'm a progressive musician. Uh, by progressive, I mean that uh, my my works generally uh, are in line with social issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm a creative. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter and um, a free spirit and a soul that is here to share my journey with Okay. The world. So before we go ahead, so can you tell us more about when? What is when? When did you found the when? So yeah. the, the, our <laughs> listeners can uh, get to know who you are through when. Okay. Yes. So uh, I am a musician and uh, uh, I founded a band back in uh, 2018 mm -hmm. and it's called the When Music Band which is W-E-N. It means we exist now music. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason I founded this band is because I had written music for a couple of years and um, I had like an almost finished album and I didn't know how to disseminate it. And I didn't want to just like record uh, music and put it out there on social platforms. So I called a group of friends who I was with in campus actually, mm -hmm. uh, a bass player who 
Mwezo Moko, um, we wrote his brother actually, who's my lead guitarist. Oh. And then we brought people together and we created a band and I gave them the product I have and they loved it. And, and since then we've just been giving out music for the last, what, 2018 to now is six years, you know. Oh. That is my band and it is my home actually. Oh. And my baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very impressive. Yeah. So before we go through the band as a team, so when did you realize that you can sing? I always make this joke that I guess I was born, instead of crying, I think I sang a note. <laughs> no, but um, I started like actively singing when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, I was part of like the Christian Union and I was, I think in, in Form 2 or something and there was this older group of girls in the Christian Union and there was this lady who would sing and I was like, what? I just want to sing. Like she sings so beautifully. And I went home and there was this CD of Makoma. This time Makoma was hitting this <laughs> Napesio, you know? Mm -hmm. And I went and I crammed the whole album. <laughs> and I came back to school uh -huh. and after opening back and then I was just, I'm going to just try. And so when people were leading like Christian Union, uh, worship prayers, I was just like, something kept pushing me. Just, just sing, just say today you want. And I sang and people were like, okay, you can <laughs> sing. We've known you for two years. We didn't know. And I didn't even know I could sing, you know. Oh. And through that is when people started, oh, you mm -hmm. really have a good voice. I just did it because I enjoyed what this other lady was doing. It was not because I wanted to impress anybody, but like what she did really touched something in me and I think that is where officially I really started to voice my words. Oh, yeah. that's mm. very impressive. So uh, our listeners, I'm sure now they are like, we want to hear mm -hmm. some of the songs of Dawat. Mm -hmm. So let's just give us like a one minute, one of your song, like where your voice, give us something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite pieces is called Jeshi mm -hmm. and Jeshi means soldier. Ah. And in Swahili, and so it says we are the soldiers of change, you know, any change we want to see in the world, it okay. begins with us. Nothing counts outside, everything is within. So anything we want to act on or any difference we want to see has to start within us. And so it goes like this. Sarah zenyu zote tumechoka sikiza, tilimi uongo kutupanga kadonda, sambaza mumeseti ndio mukule kabisa sisi ndio jesh. And then you say, jeshi. Ukora mumejaza medeli isungura, ukabila ndiyo panga mukoredi kukata, na dini ndiyo damu mukoredi kumwanga sisi ndio jeshi. Jeshi. Yes, sir. That's oh, Jeshi. That's Jeshi. Yeah. Yeah, I love that Jeshi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, um, yeah, it's just good there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jeshi. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, uh, thank you very much. Um, so, now find out you can sing. And when was the first time you went in a studio to make your own music? Like um, to record your, your song, the song you wrote. So um, I went to studio in 2013, I think, when I was in my last year of uni. And during my entire time in uni, I met this instrumentalist who I'm now playing with in the same class. And we used to just create music for fun. They could mm -hmm. play the guitar and we would just do jam sessions. And then they introduced me to another friend who mentored me for like two years. And mm -hmm. they told me, I'm not even taking you to studio now. I want you to just keep brewing whatever you have. Just keep brewing it, keep brewing it. Mm -hmm. And so the first time I stepped in studio was 2013. And I remember dreaming and saying, if I can just step in a studio, the day <laughs> I will step in a studio. I can't wait to step in a studio. Mm -hmm. and 
finally it happened in 2013 and i remember i was so emotional and i was so frightened at the same time mm -hmm. because like the studio was not very private so everybody was looking at me seeing and i'm like this tiny girl and i'm so scared <laughs> and my words even couldn't come out after <laughs> finally making it to studio you know <laughs> and they had to excuse everybody out and to give me space <laughs> so that i could compose myself <laughs> and funny story is that this song that i did back in 2013 i released it a year later because i didn't even feel confident enough about it and when i released oh. it i found people who actually love the music and they sponsored the video without me even paying it for a shilling ah, and even for studio i didn't even pay for a shilling it was just people who enjoyed what i did mm. and they believed in me and so when i went to when i released this music it made it on one of the national tv stations as a beat of the week for a whole week mm -hmm. my first song my first video making it for a whole week as a beat of the week oh, and i was just sitting impressive. and it was like what okay i'm a musician officially i can be a musician <laughs> yeah. oh that's very interesting mm. so that was uh, in 20, 2013 2013 yeah. okay mm. so you are done recording the the song yes. and the song got uh, so your second song mm -hmm. how was she has the experience of the second song i don't know i can't even remember the second song because after that i think i just did like a series of songs a series of songs and it just kept happening and 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 here we are i i can't even tell you how many songs i have or i've recorded really mm -hmm. yeah that that's that's, that's, that's how yeah. it goes. so uh yeah that's mm -hmm. now now let's just uh i asked you the question who you are mm -hmm. uh you said you are you are the daughter mm -hmm. so how is your day look like as a musician mm. yeah how your day look like as a musician when you wake up and what do you do my day is very interesting never nobody has ever asked me that question before <laughs> yeah. how is my day as a musician i think and that is what i love about like what i do and what i've been gifted to do is because no single day for me really ever looks the same every day looks very different for me and mm -hmm. i think i just know what needs to be done and when it needs to be done and so that's just it like today i think i woke up worked a little on my computer because behind the presentation we give there's the work we do in the background you know mm -hmm. and so did that for a few minutes went and had my lunch and then came here you know and then after here my days never look the same they never look the same today i might have studio tomorrow no tomorrow i'm doing something else and i love the unpredictability and the spontaneity of how i move i guess okay yeah okay that's interesting so now how your concert day look like how is your five minutes mm -hmm. looks like before you go on a stage Oof, those are usually the most intense minutes of my life <laughs> i think yeah uh, the most intense i think uh during if i have a show today i know like what time i need to wake up what time we need to be there for sound check and then usually after because sound check usually sometimes even takes the longest to set up you know mm -hmm. and then once we're done with the sound check for the whole band maybe like just take a cool down drink my tea come down and then just like five minutes before i go on stage is when i instantly get like stomach cramps and i want to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's always like that. It's yeah. always like that. And yeah. and just the minute I hear my band do the first roll and they're like, "Hmm, checking the the spaces and doing the intro, then I I come down a little, yeah. but I never really come down until I get on stage. It's oh. always like anxiety and fear and butterflies and all these emotions in one person." Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, do you have uh, your What is your favorite sentence? The mm -hmm. first sentence you tell you the audience. Mm. The first sentence you say all or two. <laughs> I think it's always greetings kings and queens. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is it. I remember even at day one. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> it's greetings, kings and queens. Yeah. And that's, I think that's my favorite because it's important to acknowledge like the people I'm with and mm. we are queens and kings. So yeah. greetings to you listening right now. Greetings to you, king, and greetings to you, queen. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. now here we are. We are in Eton 24. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of projects, but before we check the project for 2024 let's mm-hmm. just flash back and mm-hmm. you were last year at the end which yeah. was very busy i mm-hmm. saw you in many concerts so mm-hmm. so far how many international concerts have you played uh, not in kenya out of kenya um i've played at uh, rema 2023 that is in burkina faso mm-hmm. i have played at orupap festival in south sudan mm-hmm. i have played at zanzibar reggae festival i have played at uh, reggae on the nile in jinja uganda mm-hmm. and um i was in rwanda some time back mm-hmm. i can't remember the name of the place exactly mm-hmm. actually so on instagram yeah <laughs> <laughs> some some yeah, yeah. And those were the places that I visited last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the places that I was able to tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, how yeah. is your communication with the other international musician in terms of stage and mm-hmm. preparation? I think one of the most impressive and most enjoyable tours for me was in Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. Was um the band that I was because normally I'm not able to travel with my band so mm-hmm. I go alone and then I'm introduced to musicians on that side and we create co-create music together and Burkina Faso was amazing amazing mm-hmm. the amount of talent mm-hmm. oh my word mm-hmm. I actually got into Burkina Faso like on a Thursday and I was playing on a Friday night mm-hmm. and I had sent the band my music like a month before mm-hmm. and on Friday morning we just did like a two hour rehearsal and we were done Are you sure? <laughs> That's how professional they are. There was yeah. nothing to add, mm-hmm. nothing to do anymore. And I had like a I had a six piece band. Mm-hmm. And from there we 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 grabbed an award. Yeah. In just two hours of rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think Burkina Faso was my favorite. It was a lot of talent, a lot of amazing musicians and young people who are really gifted and are really putting in the work mm-hmm. so big up pengabad from burkina faso oh yeah big up yeah. burkina faso yeah. so uh, actually haven't been to burkina faso mm-hmm. burkina faso is one of the country i i my dream country on earth they yeah. want to go so mm-hmm. talking about the awards mm-hmm. I, i have seen you have won several awards mm-hmm. and congratulations to that thank uh, you so mm. Can you name some of your awards? Yeah, the names of these awards are so long. I have to yeah, yeah, read yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we I won an award uh um late last year uh in Burkina Faso. It's mm-hmm. called um Young African Bla- Brazilian Talent Awards. Mm-hmm. And this was in partnership with the Brazilian Embassy mm-hmm. and Rema in Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. And uh I was among the best of the showcase that they had the two day showcase that they had in Burkina Faso and so I was the top artist and uh that went really well you know oh. and given the fact that we had because when I was going to to Rema they were only catering for until I got to Rema so I had to like do my airfare and all these things and that was such a challenge to to fly within Africa is very expensive and to fly to West Africa is very damn expensive mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. we did a couple of fundraisers and that was not working and, and so much like we went through so much to make that trip and for us to make the trip and to win an award and to even have like prize money with that it was like mm. a share share like it was just an affirmation that whatever we are doing it makes sense and big up to my 
ancestor who is my grandmother she works with me everywhere i go and that was her award and then towards december on international uh, world human rights day uh, we also won an, an award i won an award on um, it's called un human rights at competition kenya best musician and this was from my piece jeshi actually my piece jeshi is the one that won the award and oh. in terms of just the work we do around social issues and social change mm-hmm. and Yeah so oh. if you go to the UN website you will see me there yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah congratulations so um which among of those awards which one did you get and you find like this is it i did love this award i think both of them because until then i had never really i had been nominated a couple of times for different awards but i had never really won any award before mm-hmm. until last year mm-hmm. when i bagged the first award and so i think they're all very special to me and i will share with you pictures of how i was crying in oh yeah please yeah please yeah <laughs> i'm such a cry yeah, baby share the pictures, i will share yeah. with you pictures how i was crying <laughs> yes, in, in, and i will ask the you know, listeners to go to your page yeah, just so go to my can. page you'll see my tears <laughs> yeah yeah so they're all very special to me because it, it it really is an affirmation that whatever you're doing it's not just for you and the world sees it and the world recognizes it and i'm just a tiny girl from the slums of Sharimoyo here in Nairobi you know and and to see my music playing at the UN uh man i don't know what to say it was like okay yeah that's crazy I, i someone needs to pinch me and wake me up you know and and to be able to live where i was i was born in the ghetto in Sharimoyo and to be able to see the world with my music you know yeah with my yeah. music nothing else just my voice yeah 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 they're all very special yeah. to me yeah congratulations for that yeah <laughs> i you. shake your hand <laughs> yeah you. yeah so that's a very interesting it's mm. a very touching somewhere like mm. uh, how now that brings me to mm. the question of mm. what message now can you give it to younger mm-hmm. women musicians mm. i know there are some musicians even who flows on your page on your yeah. social media they mm. came to your show they see you so mm. one what message can you tell the the younger women or the women african mm. women who mm. want to do the music Man, what I can tell you is whatever is in your heart, just do that. Like that's the secret superpower and that's you. Whatever is in your heart, whatever let nobody tell you anything. Let nobody whatever is in your heart, just follow that. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be easy. You're not going to and I usually tell people like art and music is are some of the most difficult talents or or works or careers that anybody can pick because mm-hmm. the working hours are irregular the salary is irregular you don't know if you're ever going to be paid or not paid especially when you're starting mm-hmm. you don't know if this music you're listening to it's only your friends who are ever going to listen to it and it's one of the most trying types of careers anybody could choose but if it's been placed in you trust me the universe will conspire for you to be where you need to be All right. Keep moving dada. Yeah. That then brings to the challenges. You in your journey we we heard when you started mm-hmm. uh, especially from when you at at school where you met then before you go to the challenges. So you said there is something like you are gifted to do. You are mm-hmm. gifted to do music mm-hmm. and you are very talented. So why did you choose to go to music? did you go to music because you were talented or mm-hmm. because that's the available job or because mm-hmm. you graduated and you couldn't find a job so mm-hmm. can you now do find another job in this life or you never think any other job just music tell us about I, that yeah i i actually do other things apart from music okay but my main 
focus in this time space is music. And uh, I used to have an 8 to 5, actually. I used to wake up in the morning and be at the office by 8, you know. And, and I did it for three years and I was so miserable. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. I left. Yeah. I left without a plan. I just knew I wanted to sing and mm-hmm. I left, you know. And, and my parents were very mad at me for like a year. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't speak to me for, for some time, you know. And um, I think if you truly listen to yourself, mm-hmm. you know. You really know it's 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 not a matter of who's the most talented or who's the most gifted because everybody's a musician, everybody's a cook, everybody's a driver, everybody. But that which you have mm-hmm. is unique to you and is special to you specifically. Mm-hmm. If only we listen to our truth. And I think for me, it's every day just being able to keep quiet and li- to listen to that voice. And I think that is what makes my music maybe stand out uh, mm-hmm. or be heard or people want to listen to me. It's not because I'm the greatest singer. It's not because I am the most... Uh, a, B, C, D, no. It, mm-hmm. It's because I'm just trying to speak the truth that is within my heart. Okay. And if that touches one or two hearts, then I'm good. That's it for me, you know. And I think even at the concert that you came to where we met, I think that's just how I roll, man. I make one connection and it has to be genuine and true. And that's it. Like, I don't care yeah. about, like, well, I want to care about everybody else, but I'm just there for whoever wants to truly listen, you know. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. it. And, and making my mark one heart at a time i think okay so what is your favorite food actually currently i don't think i have a favorite <laughs> yeah? i think anything spicy anything that has like a lot of spice and pepper mm-hmm. works for me yeah but i don't have like a favorite food right now because i'm transitioning i used to eat a certain way so like i'm transitioning from eating like that so um my taste buds are changing so i don't i don't i i don't know yeah maybe water mm-hmm. <laughs> i think or tea uh, yeah, tea, cinnamon tea. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, tea is very good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Tea is very good. So which kind of tea do you like in higher in Kenya? From which part? Because Kenya has so many yeah. teas. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I don't like like tea leaves. I like like infused teas, which is like different herbs, like cinnamon or parsley or mint. And you just put it in your hot water and mm-hmm. drink like that. So ah, okay. it's not really tea tea. I think it's infusion of water and spices mm-hmm. that I call tea. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Kenya has like good tea. I, I hear it's like the premium tea all over around the world or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, Kenya <laughs> has a good tea, yeah. So um, do you love sport, by the way? Do you love sports? Yes, yes, I do. Unfortunately, I don't. Because so you Mm. dance. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And you dance. Is dancing a sport? And you dance like you you do sport. Is dancing (laughs) a sport? I think because I also practice yoga a lot. That's why maybe um, I I have like one or two moves that makes sense, but I I wouldn't consider myself a dancer. But yeah, Mm. I used to do sports. Like I used to play basketball even with my my height. I was a guard, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then uh, when I I was doing my eight to five, I also played netball for the company I was working. Uh But currently I just once or twice in a week, uh, I will run Mm. like three or four kilometers, but mostly I'm on the yoga mat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm. that's very uh, interesting. So to know the other side of you, because you know, um, so you have done a lot. Actually, I also want to tell the uh, listeners when I came to the daughter, I couldn't call her the daughter to Dottie's uh, concert. It was very nice to see her performing and that. Thank so, you. Um, that's how we met, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so um, I'm sure the listeners also they are enjoying our conversation because your words really. 
uh, even you award their music, like your awards, you can feel like yeah, <laughs> the conversation is uh, is a news. So there are some challenges you faced mm-hmm. in your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, take other side of your challenge, like one of the challenges you faced in your journey mm-hmm. until now, mm-hmm. which you feel like even you women who want to go to the music, these yeah. are the challenges you're gonna yeah. face in front of you. Yeah, I think. Um, one of and and this is this has been said time and time again and i know men are like women are just making noise now but being being a being a creative is hard and then being a female creative is even harder and then being a female reggae creative in kenya <laughs> in africa yeah it's like a layer on top of a layer and i think for us number one i think people have still not embraced that Actually, there's reggae artists and good, apart from like South Africa, uh, we had Lucky Dube, now West Africa, we have Alpha Blondie. People have not really recognized like they're really good reggae artists from from Africa, you know. And if you check into the roots of reggae music and Rastafari, it's originated here in Mau Mau in Kenya. And so just first you t- to tell people that I am a reggae artist, they're like, ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There, there's reggae musicians in Kenya, you know, mm. and so that is number one. That is something that we face a lot, and we're just trying to create more awareness by the day. Mm. And then I think the second challenge is just uh, really the the finances of it, because women are not as able financially or able financially as mm-hmm. the male counterparts and so there's things that we are asked of there's things that we need sometimes we are told to do in order to get a to abcd you know all these things and i know everybody knows about all these stories and even aside from that and that actually i'm doing my thesis on that you know on women it's called um sexism in the artist industry in mm-hmm. kenya you know mm-hmm. and and it's it's a lot you know and other than that i think the other the other challenges that we face is <sighs> yeah we just <laughs> yeah. we we there's a lot of of like for me example the type of music i do it's not mainstream music it's not mm-hmm. music it's music that you have to start to find you know mm-hmm. and there's a certain image you're supposed to look like and there's a certain way you're supposed to present yourself if mm-hmm. you want to make sales and if you want to make this and so finding that balance between how much to show and how much to step back from it really mm-hmm. yeah because i think I, and I'm, I'm i'm okay with being in the background mm-hmm. and if i have like two or three people listening to me then that's okay because i know also what that comes with and whoever whatever whoever their journey is peace to that you know mm-hmm. and so i think we are very over sexualized you know to mm-hmm. to look a certain way and to express yourself in a certain way mm-hmm. to get views to get listenership to get opportunities mm-hmm. to look a certain skin color to to ch- yeah yeah, yeah. It's a lot. yeah i rarely yeah. go to the salon mm-hmm. <laughs> i just wash my hair yeah. and that's it yeah. and people do not like that they yeah. want more than that you yeah. know so actually is that so, that is is that you are your dread yes oh, this is my can, hair can i touch it oh wow yeah it looks very and, real dread and so you have yeah. to look a certain way you yeah. know <laughs> and i don't look a certain way so <laughs> my opportunities are yeah <laughs> yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, um, listeners. Uh, oh, and another challenge yes, is yes, the African yes. culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, that mm-hmm. one also limits us a lot because it doesn't. It doesn't allow just the settings or the socializations that we come from. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a lot for even your family to understand why you are doing the work you're doing and why for the reasons you want to do it. And mm-hmm. in fact, when I told my parents like I was a reggae artist, mm-hmm. they were like, "Yeah, my child has is lost now. He's doing drugs and smoking ganja the whole day, mm-hmm. and it's not like that." You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, even in some other careers, you find uh, people trying to comment on uh, the use of weed. Yes, there's but, a lot of like... Yeah, and uh, that's why people, they will take like some other countries, listeners, it's not the topic of that, but mm. just realize that we see that in uh, many reggae. But I want to ask you the question, mm-hmm. if you know, I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Why do you think many reggae uh, singers... Mm-hmm. Uh, used uh, weed by the way just marijuana marijuana yes well um i'm a reggae artist mm-hmm. and i do not partake in marijuana so mm-hmm. maybe next time you find a reggae artist who partakes in marijuana you can ask them <laughs> what they do yeah <laughs> myself yeah. i don't so yeah. maybe we can ask the next person who comes <laughs> why they need yeah. to Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, I, I think it's um, can then go to other countries where you find like you know, mm-hmm. people they legalize the yeah. t- people to use it. So yeah. I don't think there is mm-hmm. a question of using it it's, to each uh, his own man. Yeah, to each, to each his, own. his own. Yeah, true. So listeners, thank you very much for being with us. Um, hope you are enjoying talking to to the daughter. So the daughter, um, you send a message to uh, younger uh, African female. Mm-hmm. So do you have any message now to send to? Kenyan musician. Mm-hmm. Um, to Kenyan musicians, I think we're doing a good job. I think we're really working hard, especially the live scene in Kenya. I think it's really amazing. Like there's a bunch, a bunch of talented artists. And even in the reggae, female reggae scene in Kenya, there's a heap of women doing serious work. And there's Empress Kare, there's Becky Mudoni, there's Kathy Matete, there's Salma Queen, there's Binti Africa. I, the list, there's Maria Ngoma. The list goes on and on, you know. And and these are women who are doing amazing. And yeah, we, we just keep pushing the ceiling, you know. We just keep pushing, we just keep pushing. I think this breaks through and we get into the next level, you know. So let's let's keep going, like... No yeah, time for yeah, snacking. yeah, and um, the, also I know you have a message for mm. Africans, mm-hmm. reggae musician, because yeah. especially have been uh, different, and mm-hmm. I know some of them they may be even listening mm-hmm. you right now to mm-hmm. the Made in the African show. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. you have a message you can mm-hmm. send to them to unite reggae to yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very important. Like you have said, sorry to like in even in East Africa, where mm-hmm. people they don't embrace reggae yeah. to feel like yeah. there is future mm. reggae person yeah. from Kenya or yeah. from other country, you know. Because it's crazy because I know like Kenya and, and uh, Uganda and uh, Kenya and Uganda especially consume, uh, in East Africa, consume a lot of reggae music, especially like Kenya. It's it's one of the genres that is like really big, but the bridge between the local artist and the international artist is mm-hmm. really there that we don't really listen from artists within Africa or within the continent or Kenya. Mm-hmm. We are only socialized to listen to people from outside, mm-hmm. which is also good. But I think that, um, and big up to uh, Roots Radio mm-hmm. and big up to DJ Elton, who has a session. He always has like a Thursday session, a four-hour session of only strictly Kenyan reggae. And the music is there. The music is there. And what I can tell like fellow Africans is that Africa is rich. And as there are as many tribes and nations in Africa, there are as many genres and beautiful musics in Africa. And reggae music is one of them. And if you enjoy reggae music, support African reggae music as well. Oh, that's a good message. So uh, you look fashionable by the way today. Thank you. So today (laughs) I'm telling the listeners, she's wearing uh, a very nice dress, Mm -hmm. red. 
said have Asante. some yes. yeah. and my and my side bag oh yeah representing that, africa yeah, everything you have is in, it's made in africa yes yes yeah. this dress i actually made it so i also designed clothes oh yes that's gonna be another mm -hmm. episode so uh <laughs> to end our episode today mm -hmm. uh so what's the plan for you in 2024 what mm -hmm. you are audience fans should do know about you in 2024 and you mm -hmm. can also tell them your pages where they can go through you and okay. yeah so uh, my plan in 2024 is to listen to myself more to listen to my voice and to my womb yeah. and I know when I do those two things then that's done and if we uh, we meet as I do these two things listen to my womb and my voice then that's peace I, I don't I don't I have plans yes but I'm just gonna leave it at that and um, my my social media handles are Nile like the river Nile N-I-L-E daughter which is written in Patua, mm -hmm. is Dauta, B-A-W-T-A, representing for the reggae lovers and the reggae dadas. Oh, thank you very much, Naira, for yeah. coming to this show. Mm -hmm. And I uh, hope to see you in the next episode. We will be talking about... Uh, the awards are born in 2024. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, other projects you, you mentioned about uh, you're working on. Yes. So, listeners, thank you very much. Now you can search her name. You can go to YouTube. She has very good music. Listen to her music and support her. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I can say mm -hmm. in my plans for just a sneak peek, because mm -hmm. I like to let things evolve organically. Okay. But one thing I can say for sure is that we are holding a series of concerts, mm -hmm. of reggae concerts. Mm -hmm. uh, four of them in a year so follow me and see what that is up and it's about african or kenyan reggae artists homegrown reggae artists so that is going to be big yes so watch out for that made in africa made in africa all right yeah. thank you for coming in a year ashe ashe yes. thanks thank you thank you for listening our episode see you next time with your host celestina widema <laughs>